0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: are you ready?
0: I want to start this shit off straight. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. And I'm talking tough.
2: You're a no Milwaukee. You're a phony Montana.
0: What the? f***? This ain't Tony Montana. Phony Montana. Clever. You can't do shit, That's Matt Herping, so Now I know only. How you got man enough to f*** with me. Look at you
1: scared now, you hoe. Scared of the real man. Now I know I stop the this media gets kind of up sometimes when it comes to me.
0: is me. I don't care what you say on the radio, but it's me. I know you. This nigga's joking crazy.
3: I am somebody up. And physically, I mean. Hold it now. It's radio. Yeah. It's talk radio where the streets talking
0: and everybody is talking. Because I do talk tough and I do do tough things.
4: J.D. done been all across the globe. They say J.D. scribbler. He's silly with it when he spitting. I hope he don't sell his soul. He should be good, man. He signed a code. He from the hood, nigga down the road. He with you juggling right by the stove. Then they saw the patrol, it was time to roll. Saw the patrol, it was time to ride. Motor running on Memorial Drive. Got a country cousin cruising with the black man Savannah at the Florida Georgia line. Got a couple family members in Atlanta, not Atlanta. We let on my redder decide. They just gon' let that Beretta fly. Cause you niggas bugging spray pesticides. It's me and the bro, it's no extra guys. And they moving away, just no exercise. We can pick a date, to come stretch you out. Only showing muscle when it's flexing time. You can see the hustle, you can recognize. Overcame struggle when the devil tried. Let me bear it all when I'm telling God. You know i am a rant when I talk to Jock. Nigga said that I can't. Damn lie, ain't dapping no ant. Sanitize, gon' slide on your man. Landslide, there's a nine in my pants. Hancock, you gon' try to recant, you can now. I can step on the ant, ant pop. I'ma shoot at the ground. Dance now. Dance. dance, dance. dance, dance. dance.
3: yo what it do what's oh shit what's,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's cracking what you play boy hey, shit man how you doing famo oh man you know how it is man shit we out here living i know you are san diego shit is expensive shit you know, I, know it is. Motherfuckers I know it is eight dollars a gallon of gas and shit man shit. I've been working <laughs> I've been working to get money to pay for work to get to work. I must break you. That's you know what I mean? but not. Nah, it's like 6 like 6 and some change. Up oh, there. Shit. Um, Fucking
1: crazy man
2: Shit ain't no joke You know what I'm saying You are listening to Tough Talk Radio We will be right back
4: I'm not a two-stepping man I said I do not dance It's a gun inside my pants And the whole world's in his hands If a said the messiahs and moccasins Trying to save the kids And I'm a Parkinson's. Show a way to live with other options Opulence, decadence, black excellence And lots of it I could cop the newest Beamer Bentley or Balenciaga I could pay for this little nigga scholarship I ain't caught up in rap nigga politics Play with me You are playing yourself Playin' with death Sayin' my prayer Kathy and Carl got a K on the shelf I'm in DeKalb County be carrying catering chef, cooking up another plate of the best Me and Chris Body poppin' like it's Crisco Fried chicken I'm nigga, her thighs Then I put my face in her breast die. I took a drive My plug on the west side Of Atlanta He known no a finesse guys With a hammer on Camelton Headshots on the camera Knock out a dreadlock That's a felony charge He called a F, Niggas Connor the A get X'd out But I only been here Cause I'm tryin' to help Only one you can help Is Niggas yourself now that I now. can't Damn lie Ain't dappin' no hands landslide, there's a nine in my pants, hand cocked, you gon' try to recant, you can now, I can step on the ant, and pile, I'ma shoot at the ground, dance now, dance, uh, dance, this is yeah. yeah.
1: Talk Radio with is talking and everybody
2: is talking so put you hear
1: my song this is tough talk radio with your host oh! mr preston and rich martini
3: because i do talk tough and i do do tough things this is tough talk radio where the streets is talking and everyone's talking and i am your host rich martini i'm alongside my co-host mr who
2: mr preston the one and only
3: so for all those that don't know this is mr red-handed you know the infamous red-handed
2: what's good with you man? what's
3: good family you all right?
2: get it. I'm, uh, I'm great, man. Ah,
3: that's what I like to hear. Man,
2: great. Great to have you on the show, bro. That's what I like to hear. Yes, sir.
3: What's going on, Playboy? Shit, man. You know, the grind continues. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? So look, man, me and Red, we go back and, uh, I remember the first time I met this man, he was opening up for, um, Kid Capri and man. I said, yo, I sent him some beats. I gave him a CD of beats. You remember all this?
1: Damn. Hell yeah.
3: And then ever since then, you know, we just communication. Yep. Met him out in Vegas and, uh, the man Opened the world to us, and I owe a lot to this man right here. I learned a lot from this brother. This is my brother, man. I was saying this is another one of my brothers, Mister Red for Handy, sure. man. For sure, that's true. So this cat, not only was he an MC, he also ghostwriter for a lot of cats. Fact. So Red, you know how how did ghostwriting? Or, or first off, if you don't mind, can you uh, inform us on some of the artists that you ghostwrote for?
1: Then it wouldn't be ghostwriting. <laughs> <laughs> <the destiny.
3: laughs> my money now. Get
4: ass seriously. But you know
3: <laughs> But how did you get into ghostwriting? I mean how did that all transpire? I think like I think it
1: happened when um
3: when um I was working with
1: Fox.
0: Ain't no stopping this uh-huh. No kidding about to run the Metropolis Now
4: hold on ill about to shut it down You know Fox Nothing new King bitch Come through with Canary Crown
0: Frozen Sean John A uh-huh.
4: Good Earl Jean And a nice pair of Hogan's
0: I got the LV loafers Yeah the same ones in the posters We doing it Fox and- You
1: know okay. And um Her brother Her brother needed Some work done on some songs You know And um he was gonna be a, a part of her, was it the first album he was gonna be a part of? I think it was a second album oh, right. he was gonna be a part of. And uh, he needed me to write a song. And um that's where we started. That's how it all started. You know, the whole ghostwriting thing and, you know, and, and don't let anybody know. It, it was a secret in the beginning. And it was like, nah, man, you know, I need, I need help, you know? Yeah. So, and he liked my pen game, so I just started writing. And uh, um, he had got a side deal also. So we okay. was working on his, we was working on his album, you know, at that time. We started work, like immediately started getting in the studio every day working on his album. Gavin got, Gavin had like three deals, man, never dropped the album. That was the crazy part. Yeah. You know, so every time he got a deal, he gave me a call. He looked out like, yo, we, we scratched that deal, man. It didn't work out. Da-da-da-da. Now I'm on this, gym. now I'm on this one. I was like, right, cool. And he was still cutting the checks at the time. So it didn't really, it didn't make no difference to me. I was going to work with him regardless. So that's where it started, to answer the question. That's where it all started. And then a few other people had, had called, you know, uh, help from, help from my, my ex-manager, Christy Clifford, who's still family. Where, where, yeah. And she, she got me some work, um, with other ghostwriting situations. And then, um, also, uh, Mark Pitts got me some work, um, on some other situations as well. You know, um, Angie Martinez. And stuff like that I worked with Teddy Riley and Guy And um It just started going And then Then I met Timbaland And Tim started You know Uh Giving me work also on, On different stuff So it was pretty cool no, that's, but that's how it started. That's
3: what's up. That's what's up. I mean, and was it a difficult thing to write for another person? I mean, how did you? I mean, how did you? When you writing some of the, I guess some of the secrets possibly that you can give out is what puts you in the mood as far as writing for another person, or do you just write? That's dope because
1: you know, like a lot of people won't ask that. That's a good question. But um, in all honesty, I wrote for the person how I wanted them to sound. Like you know, damn, I, I would love it. If Gav sound like this on this song, you know, or Angie, Angie, when I wrote, when, when I was helping Angie out, it would be dope if she could sound like this. Because that's what I would listen to if it was a female. Because, you know, a lot of dudes have trouble listening to female MC. Yeah. You know, but if they dope, then they open their ears. So... I always wanted a female to come across a certain way, and, and I, I, would, I say female because I wrote for mostly females. But when I wrote for a female, it was like I wrote for her like the way I wanted. I wanted her to like what I wanted to listen to when when I listened to our music. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how we did it most of the time. That's that's how we, you know, they gave me the music and I was like, oh, I could hear her sounding like this on this beat. I'm
4: listening, you know,
1: or oh, I could hear I could hear Teddy sounding like this. Or when Tim gave me a chorus. Yo, write the hook for this, and I'll be like, "Oh, I know, I want this to sound. I already know I want this to sound." You know? Yeah. So it it was like that. Like I put I put myself in in their mind and and how I wanted how I would love for them to sound for the consumer that's buying that music. You know what I would think would catch the consumer's eye or ear? I should say. What
2: was it like? What's the difference between? You know, or how do you feel when you hear, you know, the ghost writing songs or the songs that you wrote for someone else? You know, are starting to bubble versus, you know, you as an artist, you know, you doing your thing. You know, w- w- talk to me about that, man. What would you rather be?
1: That's crazy because I always, um you know, I've had deals. I have my own deal, my solo deal. I have my group deal, but I always love being behind the scene. You know, that was right. my favorite thing to do was to create the music. And write, and write songs and see it come to life. And then see like, you know, back in the day, it'd be like the source magazine and they would have the source rhyme of the month. And when I got that one time, well, it wasn't me. You know what I mean? It wasn't me. What the fuck Damn. Like, Damn, but, that, but that's me though, you know? That, that's that's crazy. Yeah, You know what I mean But it was dope Because I was like Damn They loved it Because of the way That person brought it to life You know They loved yeah. it for that reason But it was great to know That I was behind that Like
3: it, That was your
1: peak game Yeah It made me feel incredible Like it made me feel like I was one of those guys you know? That shit is dope So um, to, to answer the question Because I still didn't answer I, I think I like Being behind Like I like writing for people Instead of putting My own shit out You know But don't let my team Hear me say that man I hate that shit
3: nah,
1: <laughs> Gotta that. keep that Gotta keep that <laughs>
3: So then you have Your own project right I know of one album That you did But I mean what are some of the albums that you had put out that people can go and listen to? See, my
1: own project was crazy because all the pro—I did three projects, but they never came out. You know, so I can't—I can't direct anybody anywhere. I mean, they could go to my SoundCloud page, DJ Red Handed, you know, and, and check it out. But um, DJ Red Handed. But I, I never really put a four- none of my projects ever came out. Let me see. I did the um, uh, solo thing with Deja Vu. I did have the one release underground with Paul Wall called "Best of Post City." I thought that was a great project. That that probably Mm -hmm. got. A lot of a lot of love down south more than anything in the Midwest down south, south area.
3: That's Houston, yeah. it, it, Houston was you know, popping at that time too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Houston blew up that, and Paul helped me pop that off, and so did the Grip Boys as well. I got a shout out to Grip Boys, you know Scooby and the crew. And, um, and nothing but cocaine shit, nigga. That project is probably the only thing that really got released by me. Like, cause I, I never really put anything out. It was just a lot of underground stuff. Like, oh, he put one song out, but the album's coming and it never came. Come Come on, man. Then the group was also the same thing. Like we was ready to go. Album done. A list producers. Everything was was super. It was ready to go. And then we got we got caught in the sauce when uh, LaFace you know got got shook up when uh, Clive Davis left Arista. And then it left LaFace in limbo. And then who was gonna run Arista? And then L.A. Reid going to Arista. And then okay, now L.A. Reid is at Arista. We ready to go. Nah, what we gonna do is switch everything up. We are not gonna put y'all out in '99. We're gonna put y'all out in three years. Oh, you motherfucker. You know, we're gonna put out <laughs> okay. we're gonna put out Usher, Outcast, Pink. All the, A- the A-list dudes that was on the face, they put before us, and um, they wasn't even ready yet, but they put them, they put them before us, our project. our project got pushed back three, four years. And this is
3: absolutely shameful. Just to answer your
1: question, like nothing ever came out, never had the opportunity to re- release anything, which I really did feel like that independent label, Deja Vu Records, Mo Millions, he had my best work. He really did have my best work, and he still has... The rights to the mom, to that album, which was incredible, it probably one of my best work. We recorded about forty-seven songs,
3: damn, and,
1: and we we never put anything out really.
2: Yeah, you
3: know that's crazy. So I mean, yeah, and, and, and I thought that you had put out. I guess it was Best of Both Cities, right? That one you did put out.
1: Yeah, yeah, we put that out. We put yeah. that out on the underground. It was more of a mixtape, you know. But yeah, it was basically an album because we had a lot of a lot of original cuts as well. As rapping over other people's shit You know But that was the closest thing To a full project that I released Released You know And so, then we also had the fa- the Fox Five that we that never came out as well. Fox Five was like me, me and um several other members in the Foxy Brown crew, and that album was stupid as well. Yeah, we never put it
3: out. So I mean, uh, shit, that's got to be. I mean, I, I don't know how you would feel. But I mean, to me, I guess I, I would be hella frustrated, you know, with some of my best work yeah, that is never yeah. heard. That you know, yeah, that's um, what
1: that's what happened with the whole uh, deja vu thing. It was just frustration that that killed that project because the project was ready to go and what frustrated me the most was having it ready to go and then we we, we shoot the video and and then uh paul's label at the time I, I don't even remember the name of that label but they they um they they didn't clear that they didn't clear the, the video oh for so really? what So the video was was the main part of the song yeah and you know melina, melina Matsuk is my cousin she did she directed that was her first directorial debut yep. and and we shot that video for like 50 grand and it looked like it was a million dollars you know and i think when that other company saw the you know saw the work i don't know what happened i don't want to say i don't want to assume nothing but it was just they didn't clear it. The, they didn't they try to blame it on atlantic but several members of, of 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 their own crew told me the real and I know it was I let's just say it wasn't Atlantic you know what yeah. I mean so yeah, I we didn't get it we didn't get any clearance and that then it put me at, at, at odds with my CEO and me and Mo Million start start bumping heads over that and then it, that was kind of it it was like we was both sour mouthed after that part you know it was like nah man we had a bad taste and he was like man this is whack I'm like whoa, this is whack and he just went one way I went the other and the project just stayed on the shelf
3: yeah I feel you on that one you feel me that's gotta be one of those things that you just like like what the fuck yeah I
1: was fed up by them because I've been doing so much good music and it never came out that was my last that was my last chance I felt at it I'm like man I'm not doing shit and I I literally quit music for two years like I quit music DJing and everything like I I got a 9 to 5 for the first time in my Mm -hmm. life you know what I mean and, and I was working at a CD store in Oklahoma City called um, CD Warehouse
2: Yeah.
1: and I remember there used to be a couple of them in San Diego as well yes And, and cause, cause he, he we was I remember moving and shutting them all down we went to San Diego shut down two of them but anyway yeah like that's that whole time i shut it down and i didn't do anything that's why i stayed in okc i was like you know what i want to restart in life period i'm done i had just did two three tours back to back with with foxy with jay <coughs> with kid she and one life to live and i was done i was done so that's why it all shut down frustration just shut me down
3: nah, i feel like, that. I mean, like i said it's got to be hella frustrating you know when it comes to that you know and, and uh and oh, and then shout out to your sister. What she did a lot of videos from Beyonce. Hold on, and...
1: hold on. Would you call me? That's my cousin. That, that's my your cousin? cousin. Your cousin? Yeah, Molina's um, my cousin. Um, she she started, you know, she did my video and then went on. She got a lot of other work. Uh, Ludacris after that, and then Neo, and then J Lo, and then um, Rihanna, <laughs> and then. Beyonce was the big deal, and then...
4: I hear you be the block, but I am the like to keep the streets on. No, this true, the type that like to keep them on the list, though. I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing, believe me.
1: They kind of made her family, and she was doing a lot of Beyonce stuff including the tour video like on stage and stuff they use molina for everything but Melina got into commercials and then finally a couple of years ago she had her first movie which was called queen and slim now
0: let's go whether you're a brother away, you're a mother you stay
1: it was self-defense we in the black, money and Clyde. Are you gonna outrun the police?
4: We don't have to outrun them. We just have to make sure they don't know where we are.
1: This here's Kentucky, my friend.
4: There's a war going on out there, and you welcome this into our home? Is this y'all?
1: Y'all really gave us something to believe in. We needed that for real. Let
0: them go. They got to black fans, power to the people.
1: Huh? Oh
2: yeah, I saw that. That was good.
1: Yeah, yeah that was our first movie, and, and um. You know she did a lot of stuff but you know on hbo she she really took off she took off after that it was a good good situation for
3: her you know it was crazy to see her out there in houston and then next you know you know you see her in all these videos with beyonce and everything it's like wow like that that's her word
1: it was crazy because me me and paul i don't know my, my favorite director back then before my cousin was paul Hunter. Paul did a lot of the, the biggie and, and puff stuff, and so did hype Williams. And it was him and Hype Williams doing all the all the videos back in the day, the good videos anyway. You know, they was always going at each other. But anyway, yeah, Paul, Paul Hunter and I became friends through another friend of ours, and I told Paul about my cousin, and Paul he put my cousin down with his company, and that's how it all started. You know? oh, okay. So it was, it was yeah, it was definitely in the family, man. Definitely in the family. And now now we got another cousin that blew up and she's basically one of the number one photographers in the game at least one of the hottest she does all she does like a lot of stuff her name is Melani Foster and she got a lot she's on the rise now too she just did the um Photo shoot for the first black Supreme Court lady. She did those pictures, and she did a lot of other important, really important pictures. Y'all can look that name up later, but... You can Google it right now. Yeah, she's on her way now, too. So, yeah, it's definitely all in the fam. What's up,
3: you know what
1: I mean? You are listening to Tough Talk Radio. We will be right back. It's
0: the bitch to both cities, baby. Wild, wild red-handed. My boy Young. what's up, stupid? Great boys. Just saying, take the rest of my baby, they love me. Them girls girl. love how I walk, them girls love how I talk, them girls love all my cars. I hear them saying ball, motherfucker ball, motherfucker ball. Girl, do your thing, I think I got a tripping off my New York train. She hear me saying things like, what's really good with you? What's poppin'? I'm wondering if I could hit you. I hit her with that pimp when you come into my kingdom talk. She said my Diddy Bop is sorta like a penguin walk. Took her from Nine West to find the best stars like bitch, This could be all yours. Whoa! I got swagger. Uh-huh. I got style. Okay. These little mamas love my ice out smile. I got money in my pocket in a hell of a mad game. I see a dime piece and shoot at it like Mac Payne. I'm pow Wild, I'm a ladies' man. Ladies my man. game sharper than a razor. I'm more cool than a fan. I got a hell of a resume for gang spittin'. Before you know it, they lock down like it was prison. These females say they diggin' my vibe, but the fact of the matter is they like the car that I drive. I ain't. Simp. I'm something like a playing pimp with no keys, but I got more baby mamas than Sean Kim. Was it my New York accent that got a back bent? Was it my choice of words when my voice is heard? Was it the M class with the tank class or the pink cash in my pocket? Goddamn, let me stop it. I'm dangerous with the topic. I spent a week in the tropics with all the beaches are topless. I'm flashing my different watches. Don't make me bring the rings out, too. These bitches love every little thing I do. The girls love how I walk them girls love how I talk
2: them girls love all my
0: cars. I had them saying, ball, hey, motherfucker, ball, motherfucker, ball. Hey, I'm in the club and my hat is low. I'm hood, but I'm snatching up the baddest whole So I disappear like a magic show. And after yeah. that, I'm right back trying to, to grab it. some more, bro. You know, school just meet them. Then I hit them and take them right back to the same spot. I met them yeah. and they be calling later saying a nigga misled them. But I don't even take them to dinner. I just quit them. I got these girls going crazy for their Wild paper. I'm some major giving out my ex-hoes vapors They got caught up trying to be my wife But I'm never to the game, baby girl It's the girls love. They be liking you too much They want to be a gal on the count that you fuck And on the real dog, I ain't even much chooser I'm running on these hoes without lacing my shoes up <laughs> ain't got no pimp cup. They still like the shit. I'm just keeping it real, bruh. Your bitch want to fuck and I'm trying to pimp up Cause most likely that's all school gone. Them girls love up. how I walk. Them girls love how I talk.
1: Them girls love all my cars. I hear them saying, "Ball motherfucker, ball motherfucker, Yeah. Tough Talk Radio. Where the streets is talking, and everybody is talking. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Red Handed, and right about now, you're listening to Tough Talk Radio. Cause I do talk tough, and I do do tough
3: things. Oh! You're a well-rounded artist, you know, from writing rhymes, emceeing, ghostwriting, all these different things, and then you're also, you know, I mean, your DJ skills is is crazy. How did you get into DJ?
1: DJing was my first love. That was that's what started everything off at 11 oh, years real? old. Yeah, while we was doing that in the house. Me, my cousins, on um, the milkman and Pacino, uh, Pacino Brown. We was just in the, in the house making songs since we was like little. Like milk was nine, patch was patch was 12. I was 11. We was that's when we started. And my dad bought me my first set of turntables that's how it all started and and we started we would make beat. i was i was making beats at, at 13 12 and 13 years old i was already making beats literally yeah. we was going to the studio we was going to the studio a real studio by the time we was 12 13 and nine he was milk was nine Holy and, uh, shit. Uh, they just let us do what we wanted to do like my parents they kind of was just like yeah we'll let them do whatever they would do it's a hobby and then right around the corner From us Gangstar lived We found out Gangstar lived Around the corner from us In the Bronx What? And we stopped Guru One day on the street And he just started Giving us tips On how to rhyme Where? Because he heard our music But he was like You're not rhyming right You gotta write with compound words And do this and do that Then he would let us Walk around with him In the Bronx and, and that's how The the situation With us and Gangstar Got really cool But Guru was really a part Of the way I write In the beginning He He helped me Right and all of us write he's the reason why we write the way we write today you know i mean later on when i when i traveled with jay and travel with fox is when i learned the rest of my technique but yeah it was it was definitely guru at first and premier is the one who taught me how to dj with just my right hand now they have to use my left hand no more to scratch hey. i could just use my right hand that's so, crazy <laughs> dude yeah so they was living around the corner in a one in a studio apartment Tim, Guru, and a, and, a, and a dancer, which is my boy, HL. And they were all in one little studio apartment when they first, 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 first dropped Manifest. I profess and I jazz, but the manifest, they were capable today too. And I was set the fun to release for you all be your mind and soul so you can
3: lead yourself I got a real objective here I am a sucker here cause I select a clear method for all suckers like all that fall and into the pit of purgatory yeah that's crazy that's when we you were. were there you were right there when seen all that shit drop. yeah I yeah see. we
1: were going all their videos and we went to positivity video after that and we was with them for every album after that basically basically in a way you know we was yeah. always kind of i i actually sold dj Premier the loop for just to get a rep the first hit they really had their first really big hit and and um it was just in a bunch of records i gave them from my my parents house and you know like that's that's always gonna be fam you know always gonna be family but that's you know the dj thing started at 11 and i just rock i kept i kept getting better and, and my father kept buying me better better equipment. By the time I was 16, I started making the mixtapes, and the the mixtapes got big in the Bronx, really big in the Bronx. And that's when, um, to make a long story short, I was doing house parties all around, apartments and I was just getting too big for the house party because the lines would come outside the building from the apartment all the way outside the <laughs> building around the corner. And um, this one kid who was coming to my all, all my parties, he kept telling me he wants he wants me to meet his mother. Yeah. And his mother, his mother was a promoter, one of the biggest promoters in the Bronx. And um, she she's the one responsible for taking me from the apartments to the club. My first club, I was 17 and I couldn't get in the club. But she told the owner, he's my DJ. He's working. And she found a loophole and, and they let me rock every week and my mother said I could keep the job as long as I make it to school on time. And Man, um
3: that's, what's up. that's crazy. That's how
1: that's how I got um recognized in the Bronx. Those mixtapes blew up. I was doing one every month. You know, that was when mixtapes was real mixtapes. And um it just I just was playing all the new songs. I would go to uh I would go to all the record companies and get all the latest songs before they came out and my first like my first 10 or 10 or 15 songs was all brand new so everybody wanted my mixtape so one mixtape i sold to each store and they would you know give me like 80 dollars a hundred dollars and then make a bunch of copies and sell them all around the bronx and i would get parties like that
3: that's you know? what sucks one of the things I, I like to hear too is you know would talk about is i mean you did legwork you know what i'm saying hearing you talk about how you know you had to go to every label and stuff I mean how was it like feeling like when you're going to these shops like how did that make you feel and then what was that environment like dropping that newest song and and you having that new song like how did that feel and being young you know what I mean yeah that
1: was crazy yeah because I was still in high school so I was blowing up and I was in high school I was 16 17 and I was blowing up and I I
0: run this motherfucking city my
1: name was good so I was like damn I could run in these record companies and they'd be like red-handed what's up you know and they're like yeah here's the new biggie here's the new uh, this is a new artist we have and they were giving me new stuff like on on vinyl and and stuff that wasn't even on vinyl they was giving me a tape of, so i would have to play it off the tape onto my tape yeah because i wanted to i wanted to be the first to play it and you know clue could tell you the same story we all wanted to be the first to play the song when we got it so clue and and all the other people that was making mixtapes at that time we was trying to be the first uh, Kid Capri wasn't really Making mixtapes As much By the time I started making mixtapes You know Yeah So it was just me Doo-wop uh, Clue uh, A couple other cats That was really SNS That was really popping. You know, so we, we we would run around and then sell them. So I had like 15 stores that were selling my mixtapes. So you go in and see all the latest red-handed, the latest DJ Clue. And I was I was in that bunch, you know. Yeah. So I was, I was I was good. I was like, I was looked at like a, one of the elite dudes that sold mixtapes, you know. And um, just a punk, bunch of people making mixtapes back in the day with all the new stuff. And it was exciting to have that music. And when you did a party, they expected to hear that. They expected to hear those new records. So you had to be ready. And, and I found ways and Premiere was, was show me ways to get certain records pressed up just for your party. It was, it was cool. It was, it was like, it was how we started, you know? Yeah. It was how we, it was how we got our gigs. And it was, uh, those, re- those guys would come to our party. Like if I was in a club, you'll see the radio guy from Bad Boy coming in with, with your vinyl on his arm, walking towards the DJ I'm like, uh-oh, what he got? You know, and he'll cover y'all this is puff news. So I'm like, oh. Bad. He said, play it right now. I said, no, I, I play it right now. He's like, Yo play it right now. We just put it on right there and then you No, know, the energy was different back then. <laughs> it's it just, just fire right there, boy. Yeah, man. So that, that was that was the cool part. Hey,
2: so so you 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 came up in that golden era, you know, where you know the music business was like music business man. Talk about the transition to now, how these kids are able to come out and, you know, sell millions with downloads and stuff like that. You know, That's how's crazy. that kind of affected? You know, the the music game the way you see it.
1: It's crazy, man, because I guess it makes it more tangible. uh I mean, easier to get a new song because the song comes out today. you Got it? You know, yeah. Everybody has the new song. It's not exclusive, as exclusive for a DJ to have it. Like a DJ, he doesn't have any exclusive music anymore because everybody hears it at the same time, basically. You no, know? unless unless my boy. It is is Drake, and I could play it first tonight before y'all get it tomorrow. Right. You know, that's about it. But even when I played it tonight, somebody recorded it and they got it. Right, yeah. they got it. So it, it was not as exclusive as it used to be when you knew if Clue's tape was coming out tomorrow or my, my new mixtape was coming out tomorrow. You know, he was like, "Yo, Red, when is Red?" Like you could go to the store, you ask the dude. Like, now, when is Red Hand this new one Oh, he said he's bringing me tomorrow so everybody's waiting tomorrow like they walk like dudes that bought mixtapes back then walked in the stores <laughs> and asked when their favorite DJ was dropping and he could tell you like oh he's coming he said he's bringing it tomorrow you know and these guys that sold your tapes was calling you they were like yo Red when are you bring the new one I'm like yo next week Monday so, oh alright cool cause they like to be able to tell people to get them hype. you know I'm gonna get this dude hype. He gonna come in. He gonna buy the, He gonna buy the new clue. He gonna buy a new red. He gonna buy the new SNS. Craig G and Chubby Chubb. You know he gonna buy all these tapes from me. I'm gonna make money. Man. That's the way. That's the way they did it. You know. But to see the new guys now, they make music and they put it right out. They can put it out tonight. You know they put it out. Yo, I leaked this on my SoundCloud. I leaked this on my YouTube. Or, you know, we shot a video last night and now it's out today. Like, they got everybody in house, you know? Everybody's in house. Everybody, they could, and it's so easy to get the music to their fan. It's just, that's the difference, man. It's just no, you know, it's no wait for your music no more.
3: Now, know? do you think that, okay, well, this is a two part question. Now, the first part of it is, now, how does that affect your excitement about music? And then the second question is, do you think that the accessibility to artists has diminished the quality of music?
1: I don't know if it diminished the quality because you still love the new Kendrick album, right? You still, it's still a quality album.
3: But Um, okay, well, let me, let me rephrase it to this way. Okay. For those artists that take their time in between albums, it doesn't apply to them because obviously they took their time and yeah, the quality yeah. of, of their work, but I'm talking about cast that are just putting out albums. Like you said, as soon as they cut a record, they put it out without like, you know, really, you know, cause yeah, as an artist, yeah. you're I, hot as shit. But
1: I, I, so, I, I don't, I don't really like like the dudes who put out music every week. Cause a lot of the times it's not, it's definitely not quality. You know, I, I could say a few names, but I won't, but I'm a DJ. So I hear every song, like literally. I I could download at least five new songs every day at least five new songs you know and I'm saying at least because I'm just saying that maybe one site I go to and I could probably get like five new records today and it'd be like dudes we know five dudes we know you know like like a, like a this person, like a that person, we're like, oh shoot, damn, he just, when he dropped this, just like as a, as a throwaway? You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah, we, yeah. we just wondering what's up, like where did this, maybe this was a throwaway from the last album and they make, and they just throwing it out. And then you don't even hear, like, I could, I could have a record, cause I, I, I basically down, download music almost every day, right? At least some kind of one song, two song, every day there's something that's dropping. I'm like, oh, let me put this in the, put this in my Serato, you know, and just have it. And the shit, I will never play that record at a at a party ever, ever. And then there'll be records that drop because most records drop on Friday, so I'll, I'll drop, I'll, I'll download a bunch of music on on Friday before I go to work Friday night, and I'll never even have to hit that record. I'll hit it just because I want to hear it in the club, you know. But really, it's not it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. So it's really even though they heard, they may have heard it like Drake album dropped tonight, right? They listen to it. We in the party tomorrow. I could play a song off there, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's that new Drake." But it it won't drive the party crazy yet. But they'll still they'll love it. But it, it, you know it's just different, man. It's just the energy is different. It, I'm hype on a Bad Bunny song when it drops because I know when I bring it to the club. Everybody's waiting for that record. I don't know what the difference is right now. Maybe I know that dude is the number one dude in the game, period, right now, and he's the biggest artist in music right now. But when his music hit in the clubs, it's way different than anybody else right now. Anybody else? The energy, and I'm not talking about just Latin people. Like the energy is just different,
3: you know. Got that beat, wear. that beat, those beats that he has, it's just, they yeah, move the crowd.
1: It's crazy right now with him, but overall I don't know it's just, it's just different it just takes time it still takes time to build a song don't get me wrong like I, I can't I could can play the music tonight that just came out today and they know it's out they heard it in the crib they heard it the new Kendrick I'll play it and, but there's no hype in the, in the club yet it's still got a bubble for four or six weeks you know and uh, or if it's Drake record or whatever the case but it was different back then when we put the mixtape out and they heard that song. They was like, "Yo." And then that shit came on in the club. It was hype. It was different. I don't know what I don't know what made it different, but it's diff- definitely different for a DJ, you that. know what I'm saying? Like, but when we, uh,
3: well, that's a whole other story. This is Tough Talk Radio and we'll be right back. Come on.
0: I'm just too much. When I was young my mama said I used to cuss too much. Uh. Y'all cats ain't ready, uh-huh. I'm just too much uh-huh. Y'all cats ain't ready, I'm just too much When I was young, my mama said I used to cuss too much uh-huh. If I ain't know you 20 years, I don't trust you much with uh-huh. well, nothing but thugs and hustle yeah. I don't care if they crack it down uh-huh. I'm a drug graduate without the caps and gowns. I used to have a thing for buying gats and pounds uh-huh. And I laugh at my rhymes cause uh-huh. these cats is clowns Smash uh-huh. you down, pat uh-huh. you down
4: We take your guns and we blast your rounds Pass the crown uh-huh. to the new female king uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Like uh-huh. the end of the world, we put it all to a stop uh-huh. Chicken heads and dimes, yeah they all gon' flock. Uh-huh. And you go against us, and y'all all gon' flock when uh-huh. it rain. You gon' need uh-huh. more than a mob. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody say what do it like we do, like wa-wa-wa-wa. we do. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody say what do it like we do, we do. Say what? ain't
2: nobody, do it like we do. Like we do. do, like we do. Put your wa-wa-wa-wa. hands up, people.
0: Yo, we uh, never run out of rounds. This is life, boy, not football You out of bounds? In some of you people's houses I'll be cruising around uh, Slow it down Cause I think that I'm losing you now For uh, those that's not lost Tell your hoes to stop Cause the union is in here Toasted up uh-huh. When they shoot You supposed to duck uh-huh. Look at them by the bar Posing drunk what? We don't uh-huh. care Who we toasting here uh-huh. We get you For how much you ghost
4: this year say what? You not a punk You supposed to fear Better not come out to the coast It's clear So beer You hating Saying how to
0: get a deal that fast But even without this rap game, I still have cash My mommy wears, my mommy wears I'm, I'm tricking Bond, Vicky's secret Just to cover her for mommy head. nobody like we do Like we do nobody like Like
2: we do Welcome back, you're listening to Tough Talk Radio I am your host, Mr. Preston Alongside my man, the CEO, Rich Martini and we have a special guest.
3: Mr. Red Handed. Me and this man right here, I made the worst bets against this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we going to go there? I wasn't going to bring this up. <laughs> I made the worst bets about what we talking this talking What are we talking about? Man, so, I mean, he's a New York dude. So, you know, I mean, he's Yankees. He, he's Yankees, Knicks, are you, oh, okay, are you Knicks or are you, are you Brooklyn now? You got it. Nah, no, you're right. Yankees, okay. Knicks, Knicks. And New York Jets, Jets. <laughs> that's, those are his squad. I don't know about yeah. hockey, you know what I'm saying, but you know I mean? Those Rangers. are his squads, you know what I mean? Yeah. So one time, you know, Chargers, and I'm a Raider fan, so he was talking shit about, you know, San Diego. We, we, we were talking shit, but we giving each other a hard time and shit. Pause.
1: Right. Right, right.
3: He said, uh, uh, well you bet me, man. That mean the charger was doing good. And, and the yes. jets, the jets were whack. Yeah, <laughs> jets
1: were whack at that time. Catch so I bet this dude
3: I put it out there. He's like, yo, put a hundred. I was I put a hundred. He's like, nah, make it more interesting. I said, what? Don't play with me, brother. So he's like, uh, uh shave eyebrows. <laughs> so really shave eyebrows.
4: So let me speak for
2: all niggas. When I say what the fuck? Oh yeah, I read <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember That's that shit That way. shit was
3: crazy He ain't even lying about that it was, He said yo Let's shave eyebrows I looked at him like What the fuck He said shave eyebrows I was like yep. dude I was like Fuck it Chargers is winning right now man They had the Danny yep. Tomlinson They were balling right Yup Oh my god yep. Went to New York You lost that bet bro
2: <laughs> Yeah had Rich out here looking like Robocop
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said his
1: eyebrows took forever to grow back they did <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> you, know,
3: you know what's the worst part is there's actually pictures of that shit that's crazy man. that was right yeah. when we was doing Paul Wall Pause. he was coming out to San Diego that's we right doing, we were doing all those shows that's right um, me, Warren, we were doing the show right there we were doing uh, uh, Work That Work That yes. that shit was crazy we had the chicks up there Cass losing their mind and, man, there was a picture of it. And I was like, this? <laughs> I tried to wear my hat so low.
2: Shit look crazy.
3: <laughs> I tried to cover them shit <laughs> So whatever you do, you know what I'm saying, lesson learned, don't bet this man. Nah, <laughs> don't
1: bet me Probably going to lose that bet. I'm a strategic better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, you know, he is a boxing fan. So, you know what I'm saying? So I'll say this, you know what I mean? So. Me too. Previously. I'm- so we just had uh, Coach Camp, and she's a female trainer out of L.A. Um, she's got mm. a lot of professional fighters that she works with. And mm. anyhow, we was going over, and then I had Bone, manager of um, Bum B. Mm. Had him on, and uh, he's really good friends with Earl Spence, right? Right, yeah, he, Earl Spence. So, you know, he, he also knows Terrence Crawford. And you mm. know what the next question's going to be? <laughs> you got... Who do you got? We bring this when I, when, I, the, when the fight happens. We're going to bring this all back. Yeah, Who you, bring, got? you can
1: run a table. Huh? I,
3: I, 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 I listen.
1: All right. I think both fighters are excellent fighters. They're great boxers as well as fighters. They're tech. They're technical. They both have great technique in the ring. They both can do what they do extremely well. Um, I I don't I listen I I know why. <laughs> I, everybody's gonna, everybody, you know, has their own, uh, dog in the, in the fight. I think Bud is just on a different level. I think Crawford is just on a different level. Yo, me too. He, 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 he just fights a different fight. Yes. Cause yeah. when you get to your level and then he knows you're at your level, he goes a little bit higher, yep. you know, and the dog comes out in him and he, he fights a different fight. Like he, he wants you to, he wants you to pick your game up. Cause when he, cause when you pick up your game, then he gonna say, okay, that's all you got. Now let me take you to this level, you know, yep. that's how Bud fights. That's how he fights. He's a dog, you know, yeah. and I just never seen that dog in Spence yet. And maybe he got it. Maybe he got it. I don't know, but I never seen that dog in Spence, that dog that Spence, wants you to hit him so he can get mad and beat you up like that that's 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 he knows how to box fight high IQ uh move swing uh, d- uh different angles Crawford is a beast man and I just don't know if is ready for that animal that whole animal of Crawford I got Crawford man I got Crawford
2: one hundred percent agree with you.
1: And I know that fight is, is coming up. I know it's next. Yeah, I know it. It has to be. I mean, they
3: say they, they say in October in Vegas. Are they say in October? I thought they were talking next year. But it, they're, they're talking nah, they're this say year in October. October Woo! in Vegas. Man, yep. Vegas is going to be off the hook, boy. Yep. You might, you you that's going to be the out fight there for that's, that. That's going to be the fight to go to. You might just have to be in Vegas.
1: Even if you're there, you don't even yes. have to be at.
3: That fight, He's got to right? be in that. Yes. Ambiance of that. Month. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's that's gonna be a classic. I think that's the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Floyd Mayweather of our era. Yeah. You
3: know. So but who else I'm you got? Who across. else you got in boxing though? Who else you got? What about Davis? You like Davis? I like Javante. I think Tank Tank um
1: fought really well the other day. His IQ is through the roof. I don't think it, you know people underestimate his IQ in the ring. So that's good for him, bad for everybody else. You no, know? i'm glad you think i'm not a smart fighter because i'm gonna outbox you and let you think you win in this fight and right when you slip i'm gonna catch you And that's what he did yep. he just waited because raleigh no offense you know uh he, he's a he's a dumb fighter you know yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he doesn't think in there he's just trying to knock you out He just he's not a thinker he doesn't he has no iq in the none bottom of the barrel when it comes to iq no disrespect but he doesn't have a high iq in the boxing room. that's why what happened happened Um, but I do like Benavidez. I like that kid a lot. I think I want to see him against a top guy before I really stamp him, but I like David Benavidez and I want to see him fight Canelo, but I do want to see him fight somebody strong before Canelo, you know, like maybe Charlo and then the winner of him and Charlo should get Canelo. Um, I, I don't, I don't take a lot from Canelo after that loss to Duval. I don't take a lot from him because I know Bavar was so big and not only that he was skilled so if you fight a bigger guy a a guy bigger than you and then he's skilled as you then you're probably gonna lose you know and I don't I don't take nothing away from Canelo for one I just think his balls is bigger than his brain that's all you know I wouldn't I wouldn't have took that fight it just wasn't smart
3: yeah, no. you know, I mean, he has everything to lose out of it. Yeah, I mean, he, the other exactly. guy doesn't. You know, what I mean, so he. Exactly. Oh, so, I mean, when we talked about that fight too, we all said the same thing. You know, he I, I, I just feeding. think. Yeah, like I just think that the Mayweather fight, Mayweather taught him a lot, yeah. and his speed went up, his his style went up. He was more of a boxer. All of a sudden, he's just started slowing down again, and started being that he wants to muscle everybody down. Yeah, he just got caught slipping can't do it against yes. a bigger
1: man yes agree agree so we both we all on the same page with yeah. that definitely
3: what do you got on the NFL who you think is going to come out this year
1: um you got to you got to you got to keep an eye on the Rams right they still strong they got they got the team to beat right now true they clean you know um but I like them young guns man I, I like the bills I like the Bengals. you know we can't we can't sleep on my homes the Chiefs still going to be somewhere in the talk right Somewhere in the talk. Um, Mr. Brady is old man, but it seems like he just don't know how to lose. All he knows how to <laughs> do is win. You know. So That's I'm not it. gonna I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna push shit past Tom Brady. And then you got the Aaron Rodgers who's supposed to be in a better position, man. He's supposed to be better, you know. The kid the kid the kid that quarterbacks for the Chargers, I mean at what time he's gonna have his moment. It's oh, almost that time. Beast. Yeah, it's almost that time you no. uh, hu- know uh hub Hubber was hub, hub-, hub- herbert. his name herbert Herber. yeah herbert justin herbert right yep. yeah yeah i mean he's a, he's a guy man we got to keep an eye on him all those there's like four young guns i'm gonna be keeping an eye on this season man. that buffalo bills that bangles guy the Chargers kid herbert i hate and there's another I hate, kid I'm a- i hate my
3: homes i hate herbert and, and, and now Russell Wilson on the hit list well now. you a Raider fan I you get it you know, cause I was like damn like Rivers retired and I was like hell yeah we got a chance in this bitch now you know what I'm saying and then all of a sudden <laughs> motherfucking here comes Mahomes I was like ain't this about a bitch and then right yeah, after he Mahomes ain't going nowhere and then right after Mahomes it just got harder cause Herbert came in here I was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs>
1: I was
2: like damn. hey but it's time
3: it's
1: time for your boy man and and. In, in Vegas to step up though it's time. I
3: mean, they built the team I, around him. Yeah, they, I think this is his,
1: this got to be his season. This got to be his season. If this is not it, I don't know when. Yeah, it'll be I never. really don't know when. Yeah, because yeah, what this is like his sixth season or something. Yeah. Fifth. Yep. Yeah. Sixth on, man. season. Come on, it's time. If he's gonna do it, he better do it now. It's time to show and prove. You know, and he got a hell of an arm. So let's see what he can do. He yeah. got some weapons now too.
2: We was just talking about that. They they got a, they got a two, three year window right now to get it done. And that thing gonna close back up. They better get it done. But it's gonna be tough though. That's a tough division.
1: Yep.
3: What's up with your Knicks, man? My
1: Knicks, my Knicks, my Knicks gonna do something. I have a feeling, man. Well,
2: oh. You mean you, next year or one day? You mean you, they going to do something one day or next year? What
1: are we talking now about? I'm going to go on record. I'm going to go on record. Okay. I'm going on record. we getting the seventh or eighth spot this season. Mm. The seventh or eighth spot this season. The Knicks will be in the playoffs this season coming up. Playoffs. Not play in.
3: Playoffs. Okay, playoffs. But, look, it's like about three or four teams in the East – that are ones, and after that, like it's a pick 'em, dog. So they should make the playoffs. I, I would, I would think so. I would think so.
1: Yeah. I still would like them to make some moves, man. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on none of the players. So I'm not gonna see which ones, but I would love for them to make some moves, man, for real.
3: Oh, they definitely got to wow. make moves. It ain't, and it ain't a thing of, of you know, cattiness. It's just they need to make a move. They need to get a couple stars on there. Yeah, at least one. You know what I mean? We got something. We won't even talk baseball because you know.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do that because you know who the number one team <laughs> in the game is as of today. Even though, even though they lost today, they just lost. But, but we all know who's number one in the, in the, in the in Major League Baseball today. So we won't even talk about that. But the name of the team is the New York Yankees.
3: And I'm- but man, look, it's it's about time though. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely time. Well, it's been
1: over eleven, twelve years since we brought something back home. Has it been that long? I think so. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Time to bring it home to the Bronx again, man. Because it's been too long, and the fans in New York don't play that shit.
3: Got it, it was know. it was a moment in time where it was like nothing but Yankee talk.
1: For real, for real. I remember we used to be me and me and Timbo. We used to be in the studio. there. I'm taking it back to the music, right? But but um, we we used to be in the in the in the studio arguing about teams and he used to always always talk shit about um my yankees and my jets and my knicks and how they were scrubs and he, he was this. and i always tell him hold up is there any pro teams in virginia because i can't think of one and he he, he always would talk about college ball or whatever man that's man, man, Virginia doesn't even have a pro team, bro. You cheer, <laughs> you cheer, you cheer for Washington's team. You know, at that time, he's you a know, Redskins fan or whatever. I don't know what he was cheering for, man, but I remember we used to get in these boards. It him, it was another producer too that I used to work side by side with sometimes talking shit about, a, 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 a team. Man, I can't remember, man. you know. <laughs> Too much X pills back in the day <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa no, this we, can <laughs> 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 we can scratch that one scratch that
2: This is Candice and you're listening to Tough Talk Radio and we will be right back
4: This, this is a Black League Entertainment Exclusive Well, this is n- another one of our Classic songs
0: uh, It reminds me of uh, we went on to meet a young fellow by the name of it's Notorious B.I.G. Bad Boy Representative Who sampled the record and me and him, we got a Grammy Award for Don't move, you know what I'm saying? We're keeping it real all day, everything. Hey girl, ain't no mister At least Or as I can see I wanna keep the well, ladies in the place with style and grace allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies the back of the club sipping moreette is where you find me the back of the club and knocking ho my crew maami mad question asking blunt as music lasting But I just can't quit Because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with Sleep with Keep the a secret Why not? Why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot Now check it I got more Mac than Craig And in the bed Believe me sweetie I got enough to feed the needy No need to be greedy I got mad friends with Benzes See no the layers True fucking players Jump in the Rover and come over Tell your friends jump in the GS3 I got the chronic by the tree I'll hold you tight And you know that I'll make you feel All right Just cling to me Let your mind Be free While making love Between the sheets Oh girl I love you all This radio broadcast is brought to you by Black League Entertainment on Delicious Vinyl, power by Dash. Put your hands up,
3: put your hands in up, come on, up. But going back to the music, um, are, are you working currently on any projects with somebody? Are you, you know, writing for someone? Are you, you know, how are you still involved in, in the music industry now? still
1: ghost writing still submitting songs i've I, I submitted songs to a couple of a couple of albums that's being worked on today so i'm still ghost writing to answer okay. your question um i put out a song called better days last year last july and now this we're getting we're setting up to for a new release i'm still putting out music for my fans you know for my i like to say for my supporters okay and I, I still put out some songs here and there like one one or two songs Every year I'll put out something for the people that love to hear my music. Um, so we're putting out a, a new song. It's already recorded. It's called One Finger. It's, it's produced by Sean Stunner. And, and we, you know, we get ready, we get ready to put something, something to it to support it. You know, we don't just want to throw it out there. We're going to, we're going to put it out there with a good marketing strategy behind it and, and see if people, see if people like it, gravitate towards it. Yeah,
3: so if artists want to get a hold of you as far as working with you. How would they go about that? Like,
1: um, I'm pretty direct nowadays. Like, I don't have any, I don't have uh, many mid- middlemen. I don't have a middleman. Also, um, you could definitely just hit me up, TJ Redhanded, on Instagram. TJ Redhanded on Instagram is a good way. Uh, my email is the same, at Um uh, Those are the two best ways to get a hold of me these days once you're on those social medias and that email outlet you're probably gonna get at me the quickest whether it's a, a writing gig or a DJing gig even producing I'm still we're still doing the beats and stuff as well so that's that's usually how to get at me quickly so shout out to Ski Beats and shout out to all the people I worked with over the years on music like Timbaland Pharrell and all those cats uh, Jazzo and everybody else who helped us and helped me achieve um, my goals back in the days and Even today Yeah 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 that's crazy I mean the,
3: I mean, the list of friends and stuff People that you've worked with is, is phenomenal but Like I said man uh, Lucky There's, that's there's stories all I got more stories you know what I'm saying You know man this man right here You know he means a lot to me and, um, Like I said I salute this man DJ Red Handed I appreciate your time We appreciate your time on Tough Talk Radio Um right. So, uh, uh, Appreciate what,
1: you having me, man, uh, so man
3: it's, it's a pleasure, man It's an honor to all us You know I mean? Alright, Playboy Holla at you Alright Later play.
1: Yo, what's up? This is DJ Red-Handed A.K.A. Red-Handed A.K.A. the most underrated And listening to Tough Talk Radio, baby Let's go
0: Fresh out the box like bam It's just me and my fam Bam Best on the block so grand Got like three in my hand whoa, whoa. Great Labels ain't always gonna call Niggas ain't seein' my plan no. Nigga wanna do it balls? Try to get the key to my Whoa. lane. Keys. Can't wait for the day I could call my team and tell 'em I'm rich. rich. Most of my homies gotta hustle. I'm sick of them saw shit. Yeah, hey, yo. Bunch of motherfuckers low key D, me, mailing my bitch. Whoa. I swear your girl and Cheech, she tripped and fell on my Whoa. dick. <laughs> my nigga drive wrong on the one way. Celebrate Sunday Funday. Sunday Funday. Straight to Will Rogers someday. G5 sitting Whoa. on the runway. Whoa. Never no gun play. Used to keep a bangin' the Ford or Hyundai. Whoa. Let on the rocks, my shit, she like that Malibu bum nope. Like my bitchy, bougie, smart with a little bit of ratchet, ratchet. All my shows is moving sick, things can't match it Plans to get my grands, quick to get my bums Whoa. Bands to make her dance, dick to make her come Put one finger in the air with your left leg like kick, kick, ayy hey. Put one finger in the air with your right leg like kick, Whoa. kick, Go. Now move to the left, Whoa. move to the right, Whoa. move to the left, Whoa. To the right Don't no matter where I go It's just me and my team Love that money so much That shit just be in my dream, dream. That one life boy is back in money and I'm coming up good Give some of my fam Give some of my bitch Give some of my hood Cut a slut bitch off like Shit, I could go without one I don't even really gotta brag Bro, niggas know what I've done nope. Got plaques on my mama wall No cap, I don't tell no lies nah. Got rocks in my watch so big Give you Elmo eyes Bam. Get more money, then buy more glass. Tell a bartender to find more shots. Whoa. If the mad bitch is gon' slide or not. Security, yea, I keep the side door nah. locked. Ain't nothing, I pass him a Benji quick and I keep it all friendly. Hey. Gotta keep it cool, I'm tryna head 900,000 in Wembley. US to the UK, 2K pack, 2 weeks, in the 2Ks. Only trust niggas in my circle, not all the new face. You get one shot, don't tank the chance Credit so good, get bank and fans. So much love, I thank the fans. Put one up now, gangster
3: dance. This is Tough Talk Radio, man. Hey, we had a great show. Uh we answering questions on the next episode. We got a bunch of questions that uh people that hit us up on IG. And like I said, hey, if you wanna get at us, you can hit up at Mr. Preston or at Black League ENT or at rich martini on ig hit us up send us a dm ask us a question you got something you want to know if you're an artist you want to know about getting on the show that was one of the questions so we'll explain to that next time as well as uh do we host new artists we'll talk about that on the next episode and like i said if you have some questions hit us up this is tough talk radio and
2: we out man tough talk radio